Hey guys, this is Lee Small, and you're watching CMS TV. All right, that was The Rods, Too Hot to Stop, and want to thank Carl Kennedy and Freddie Villano for stopping by. That was fun, huh? Yeah, those guys are good. Yeah, they were fun, man, and I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that band. I just, they never got the run they deserved. If you ever go back, especially my, my album is Wild Dogs. If, if you want to just hear a great record, Wild Dogs is it. It's just like 12 songs of just pummeling you i listened to that today it was good it took me back like the early 80s like yeah. wasp and you know mm -hmm. almost a little bit of kiss yeah acdc for sure like acdc layout on some of the tunes yeah. i just never understood why they didn't get the attention i did, probably just was not on the big enough label or something to to push them over but man they were kick-ass they're still kick-ass i think it has to do to once there once there's a certain amount of those bands in competition sure th there's times where the label will actually sign up a band and not put them out just because they sound like somebody else that's going to mm -hmm. compete with their band yeah i recall that happened with corn like uh there was there was bands uh lab the the same label i think signed up like five bands that sounded exactly like corn sure. or even better just signed them so that they could shelve them and not put the records out yeah i do there's a just bunch keep of corn out there there's a bunch of records that are on the shelf now from bands that we know. You know, I know there's a Damn Yankees record or pieces of a Damn Yankees record that's never been released. And I know that Is it called Yankee Pieces? Yeah, that's what it is. It's Yankee Pieces. <laughs> Yank your pieces. <laughs> nice. Well, dude, here's a band that's never had anything that hasn't come out. And uh, they are back on tour. Um, they are one of the monsters of all time in metal iron maiden yes are you your maiden fan I, you know i'm gonna say yes not a crazy fan but okay. i loved them as a teenager okay. i do have a sad iron maiden memory that i'll quickly share with you please share i believe it was the somewhere in time tour okay i wanted to go so badly to this show sure so oh so badly and my parents would not let me fucking go. What the hell? In fact, they called all my friends and made sure none of their parents gave me a ride. <laughs> so uh, the only thing left for me to do was go up into my room, sulk, and pull out Live After Death, Iron Maiden album, put it on with some candles, and just actually just sit there. I think I even at one point like put up a lighter, like, I was at the show putting a lighter up because that was the thing to do back then. That's right, how pathetic sure. I was. That's how fucking <laughs> pathetic I was. I was probably 15. Uh, didn't get to go. I have never seen Iron Maiden. That's what really? I'm trying to get out here. I've never been to a live show, so I can't really say I'm a huge fan in that regard. But I totally thought their earlier stuff was awesome. And, of course, as a 15-year-old, when you're into Dungeons and & Dragons and all that shit, sure. I thought that I had the video cassette that had like flight of icarus and and number of the beast and all those cool songs from back then they were the worst videos you've ever seen in your life right cheesy yeah, they, wise but they were not good at videos that is for sure but so did you hear that they they just started their new tour no um somehow on my youtube today like the 
Iron Maiden story or something came on. So I did get a cool little revisit to the whole history of Iron Maiden. Of course, going back to Paul Deano, which made me actually appreciate his his time in the band. I know he's not going to be a part of this, obviously, but no. But I did get like refreshed on Maiden a little bit today. It was a pretty good documentary that just happened to come on after I had a Van Halen one on Van Halen, the early days. And then all of a sudden it went, you know, YouTube does that just auto plays into the next thing. Mm -hmm. And coincidentally, Iron Maiden today. So please, sir, go on about their new tour. Yeah. Well, they, they, they launched the new tour. Uh, What is it called? It's like called the future past tour or something. Um, Yeah. The future past tour. Uh, they they kicked it off in um, some name I'm not even going to say in Slovenia uh, in Ljubljana. You drool on my banana? Yeah, exactly. Drool on the banana, Slovenia, Slobnabia. That's Slobnabia. where they were. That's where they <laughs> that played. Legit. But I'm going to give it to this band. I I have to give it to Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden is 436 years old at this point. They are old as dirt. They did this show. They played 15 tracks. They did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the 15 songs. Well, eight of the 15 songs have either never been played before or had not been played since like 2008. Okay. And and some of these like they, for the first time ever they played Alexander the Great, which I can't believe they never played that. It's it's like one of the best tunes Iron Maiden has ever done. And they never played it. I probably because it was like 9 minutes long or whatever, but sure. but they never played it live ever. And then there's just a bunch of tunes here. I got to give it to this band that's you know been around for a long time. Iron Maiden is not a band that has to. They could get away with doing the Motley Crue thing. They could get away with here's the set list. Here's the fifteen songs we're going to play the same fifteen every night. They could get away with it because they're Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. and I'm impressed with the fact that they they probably took a few months to rehearse this stuff. And, um, you know, get it down, you know, well, and, and I'd have to say too, that, you know, just even in our band, once in a while, you have to throw in a track that you don't do just to, to keep you engaged in it, you know, because sometimes you play the same songs for so long, you just can't stand mm-hmm. it anymore, you know, and you just detach right. from a song and you're like on autopilot where if you had to actually like go over another alternate song in the set, you'd have to focus in on it and. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have to be in the moment playing it. And, you know, sure. it's actually a win-win for the band and the, the fans, really. Sure. Hear something but different. you're saying a song. I'm saying right. they, they kicked this tour off with 10 songs yeah, that they bold. haven't played in 10 of 15 that they haven't played. The most current ones that they listed that they haven't played in a while were from 2014. But even that's a long time. I mean, that's, what, nine years Unfortunately, I don't know how to subtract. That's nine nine years. I'm I'm a mathematician, as anybody that listens to CMS knows. <laughs> I only know how to add. <laughs> nice, but dude, I, I mean, like, let's let's play a little. This is I'm gonna play a little of "Caught Somewhere in Time," which is kickoff track from 
arguably my favorite album by them some yeah. one time. The show I didn't get to go see, right? The show you didn't get to go see. Okay. Last time they played this song live, 1987. Nice. So 30 whatever years. And let me, let me. I'm this is like see. the only other good song on that record, too, besides Wasted Stop Years. Stop right? it. Stop it. Stop it. Somewhere in Time is a masterpiece. Masterpiece. It's been a minute since I've even heard it, but uh, let's let's listen to some of this. All right, let's check this out. This is Caught Somewhere in Time from Lubya Slobnabia. Here we go. Let me get to the band. Hold on. Let me get my lighter ready. Here we go. See, I don't hear anything or see yep. anything. All right, hold on. I'm bringing it now. Bring the noise, Chris. I am. Hold on. Hurry up. My uh, my cannabis-infused gummies are kicking in. Not a key crowd. Check. Yep. tell because the crowd is so loud right but it sounds like they're like dead on it sounds great yeah i mean first time they've played it in fucking 40 years or 35 years one full like amplis up there it almost sounds like you you're not hearing a lot off the stage like like they're am i wrong like i don't yeah, even I know don't, if they have amps up there they could be all i don't like, see any i mean it might be behind that blue this blue stuff probably here. not uh i don't know if they had yeah, a bunch of amps, you would you would have it because it looks cool. So I'd how would they that do that with the amps that are like overhang amps? Yeah, they could have uh, those like uh, there's there's a couple different ones uh, out there that people use, um, but that it enables them to actually have the sounds from certain albums if they wanted. You know what I right. mean? They could just upload that sound and bring it with them at the shows. I don't know if that's what they're doing, but usually when somebody's filming, you would hear like just the bass or just the guitar sure. coming from there or something. And I noticed this guy's in the front row and there's yeah, a pretty he's close, good mix so, yeah. straight across. Like they're just going with monitors up there. Yeah. Like, no, I, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody can let us know in the comments, but yeah, well, anyways, yeah, in case carry on. Was, in case there's anyway <laughs> watching that was in, um, lube me up Slobnabia last night. <laughs> You know, but all right, let's let's play a little more of this. Here we go. Yeah, 
I like the blue blo- blue blockers. You like the what? The blue blockers. Blue blockers. <laughs> it's funny. The lights hurt my me eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean they they sound good, right? I mean for Shit, not playing yeah. that song in fucking thirty five years or yeah, plus years or whatever. Goddamn seventy years old. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it to me. It's amazing that they sound as it good is. as they do. They you do know. sound great. Now, am I wrong, or they do they don't have the third guy this time again? No, they have the third guy. They yeah, do. Yeah. He's just off in the rafters dancing, yeah. doing the. He's unplugged, doing his scooch pooch up there. Whatever it is that he does, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I I don't comedy I, relief. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the he's the Juan Crucier of, of yeah, Iron Maiden. He's the Juan Crucier of the band <laughs> of Iron Maiden. <laughs> they've had a you know you forget that they've had guys in and out of the band. Watching that documentary today, and I can't help but think what it's like for some of these dudes that didn't stay on the team and then the band goes on to be this iconic you know band yeah. that will always be remembered in heavy metal and then mm. you were only in the band long enough to get them on their feet or yeah you're replaced by the second album or it's just weird but you gotta wonder what paul diano thinks really <sighs> thinks not not what like, he said in interviews because of course he's always said in interviews that Bruce Dickinson sucks and that he was better and he should have never been replaced and blah 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 blah. I heard but, him change his tune. He, had, he like has. the interviews today. He goes, "Well, I think Bruce Dickinson is the best singer Maiden never had." Well, he literally he's, said that. But this right. was taken in the '90s. I could tell that the footage yeah. I was watching was from the '90s. So mm-hmm. He he still had hair. He's wearing a hat. Right. But I know his health is not great. Right. No, now. not at all. I mean, he plays in a wheelchair and stuff. Now. Right. Like, <laughs> I got vibes like they let him go because he was he was partying too hard and they made it sound like he was having trouble just keeping up but it sounded mm-hmm. like he was as a front guy in those times the 80s he was probably partying super hard oh, and they sure. finally let him go yeah I'm, I'm sure he was but and yeah. if you've ever met paul i've met paul and he's I could see him partying really hard <laughs> yeah that one song iron maiden though such a badass song oh yeah I mean, he was great. Don't get me wrong. I, I just think Dickinson was more of a pro. Yeah, totally. Dick- he was like more theatrical and mm-hmm. uh, oh my God, you know, he is one of the most uh, amazing singers ever. And the guy's like a pilot. He probably flew the band there. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he flew the yeah. band here to Slobnabia here. To- Joe Rico yeah. says Maiden plays through emulator processor racks into front of house. Yep. Do you know I what that tell. is? Basically what I described. Okay. They're they they like recreate the sounds of different amps. Okay. So you don't take all that stuff with you, which right. is nice. You're leaving going out of the country for sure. But yeah. nowadays do, they don't need all. I don't imagine that's cheap. Right. <laughs> yeah, having to send. A, usually bands like that, like even at a Wasp level, they mm-hmm. usually have gear overseas waiting for them. They just have their overseas European gear somewhere sure. in a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then they have their U.S. gear here type scenario. Which, good on them. I mean, that they're that huge. But right. isn't it amazing? And, and maybe you don't think this is amazing. To me, this is amazing. Iron Maiden, one of the biggest concert bands in the world. Every time they play, they're headliners. Every time. Wherever, yeah. doesn't matter the size of the venue. If it's Vakken, 150,000, Iron Maiden still headlines. If it's fucking Sweden Rock, Iron Maiden headlines. If right. it's 
a stadium here in the United States, Iron Maiden headline. Well, it's they're they're like the kiss of heavy metal in they the really sense are. that you're going to get the biggest show. They've always brought it to the fans as far as bringing the big eddies out there, mm-hmm. and you just would expect they're the grand finale. Yeah, but isn't it crazy that they're still trying hard enough to to bring songs that people haven't heard before for their hardest hardcores, which they expect to be at these shows. Right. They're playing songs that those fans have not heard. And that's pretty, pretty just, just the only two bands I can say that are doing this iron maiden and Metallica. (laughs) 